0: Hey everybody, Coding Raj here, and welcome to another episode of Web Three Use Cases in Plain English. And today we're going to be covering electronic medical records. So when a patient visits the doctor, the doctor will ask you questions about any health issues. Um, they'll do the examination, and at the end, they'll give you a recommendation that involved seeing a specialist, or medication, treatments, lifestyle changes. At the same time, the doctor is making notes. Usually, those notes are on a paper chart, which then later gets entered into the computer by a, maybe the a technician, a nurse, or the front desk. Sometimes the doctors themselves will enter the notes uh, directly onto the computer during the um, during the uh, the doctor's appointment or after the appointment. And so, which is a fine system. Um, because it gets onto the computer and then usually the patient has access to those records online, which is nice. So they can see what, was, what the doctor entered. If they don't remember the, the recommendation that the doctor gave, they can go online and they can see it. But here's the problem, though. What if the patient switches health providers because of a new job that uses a different insurance? Or they moved out of state or you didn't like your doctor and you wish to go somewhere else? So when that happens, usually the new doctor will ask for your health records, your medical records from your previous doctor. And usually those records get transferred by fax. Why? Um, Because most, why these doctor practices are, they're old school. Um, They may not have the same healthcare system as the other doctor. So the records are not easily transferable. Um, They may not even have email, which sounds crazy, but it's true. Uh, some of these doctors in their offices, they tend to be pretty low-tech outside of the fancy medical equipment that they have. And, you know, faxing has a lot of issues. Sometimes the fax fails to send. Sometimes the sender has to send it multiple times. Sometimes the receiver says they never received it. And, you know, that puts the burden on the patient to ensure that the data gets over to the new, doc- new doctor. Sometimes the fax runs out of paper, so the doctor only gets a partial set of the patient's records. I mean, yikes. I don't want you have to go through all the problems with faxing, but you can see the issues that arise with faxing medical records, not to mention that the person receiving the fax could be the front desk. And should the folks at the front desk be able to view uh, the patient's medical records? Probably not. Um, and so, and then the other problem, this is really just as big as a problem as being able to transfer Medical records, when you go from doctor to doctor, is the patient doesn't own their medical records. They can't just switch doctors easily without telling their previous doctors um, that they must send their medical records to their new doctor. Um, and sometimes, when um, you know, let's say they cancel health insurance for whatever reasons, you can't access to, you can't get access to your own site and see your medical records. I mean, those are your health records. You should be able to see them. Whether you belong to that insurance um, or you're not seeing the doctor anymore, you should be able to view that. And so why can't the patients be able to view their medical records at any time that they want? And if they go see any doctor that they choose, why can't they easily just bring those medical records to the office or send them ahead of time without even uh, relying on their previous doctor or previous insurance company? And that's where I come to the solution. That's where Web3 and the blockchain could potentially help. So how will that work? So imagine that there is a healthcare Web3 patient medical record storage system that exists, like a website um, where you can enter enter and view the medical records and then get stored on the blockchain. So imagine that exists. So a patient would sign up for the system and a payment could, would probably be involved because the stuff's not cheap. And I could see that maybe, and this would be great, like if it does get built, the major health insurers will agree to cover that expense because um, it would help them out. Maybe it'll cut out a lot of the middleman of um, transferring records on over. They don't have to build the EMR, the electronic medical record system themselves. Someone else can build it. It's just all the, um, health insurers have to do is just help pay for it. So the doctor would log into the website and they would enter the patient's health medical records onto the website. And then the website back end would record the data onto the blockchain. So what would get recorded? So the patient's identifying information would be stored on the blockchain, but the medical records would be encrypted and stored off-chain. And what I mean by off-chain, it won't be stored on the blockchain. It will be stored on another, like let's say cloud database system that would be linked to the blockchain. And why would it get stored off-chain? Because storing on the blockchain can be very expensive. Every time you store data, you write data onto the blockchain, you got to pay a gas fee, and those gas fees can be expensive. And the blockchain's not designed to store large amounts of data, and that's where the off-chain storage comes in. Um, And your health records could have a lot of data. It could have images, like high-resolution radiology images would take up a lot of space. There could be even video that the doctor may have taken, and that's part of your medical records. And, you know, high-resolution video takes gigs and gigabytes of space. So that's better to be stored off-chain and encrypted so therefore no one can hack into it. And, and if they are, if they can hack into it, they're not, the data is not going to make much sense because it's encrypted. So and then so that's how the doctor enters in the medical records. So the your know, identifying information will get entered into the blockchain, and then the medical records will get stored off-chain. And then if the doctor in the future needs to review those records, they would go onto the website and request access. The patient will get a request on their phone or on their email that the doctor wants to access the records. Um, The patient would need to approve that request if the doctor wants to view the medical records. Now, this could be tedious for the patient and the doctor, especially if the patient's not near their phone or they could be on a cruise and they have no connection, no Internet, no Wi-Fi, no nothing, and the doctor only has time right now. Let's say like right during lunch or at the end of the workday or maybe at night when they're at home. That's the only time they have where they can actually review the medical records before your appointment occurs. And so a potential solution to that is that the pe- the patient could designate the doctor to view the records anytime they want for a specific period. It could be a week, it could be a month, or it could be like forever in the future as long as the patient is still seeing that doctor. So then the patient approves the request. The website would then authenticate that request on the blockchain and then redirect the website to retrieve and decrypt the medical records that are stored off-chain. The doctor can then view and update those medical records, which will then be also stored off-chain. The website will then notify the patient, and the patient get notified on their phone or by email that their medical records um, have new and updated information, and then the patients can view that record anytime they want. If the patient changes doctor for whatever reason, they can give their ID, um, which could be, you know, like a username or a social security number, which I'm not sure I would recommend using that as your ID. But whatever ID that you have, you can give that to the doctor. The doctor will then use that ID on the website to look you up and then request access to your medical records. And then the approval process like I said before, so the doctor requests access, the patient approves the access, then the then the doctor goes on the website, and the website will then authenticate the request and then decrypt the data, and then it'll download the data, or you can just view the data directly, and voila. You know, no more vaccine, no more asking for approval from the previous doctor. It's all on the blockchain and off-chain. So what are the benefits of this? Well, um, like I mentioned just earlier, the patient now can quickly bring their health records when they see a new doctor, no more vaccine, more privacy. You know, you won't get the front desk or other personnel that may work at the doctor office. You know, they won't be able to view your records, like looking through the facts. It's everything's done electronically and it's, you know, the doctor really will request the record. So it's, you know, it's up the front desk or any non-essential, non-medical personnel at the office. Um, and then the best benefit of this is that the patient owns their own medical records, not the doctors, not the insurance companies. And if the patient wishes to not share their medical records with their doctors or the insurance company, they can revoke that access on the website. So I plan to do a part two on this use case on how having the patient's medical records stored on the blockchain and off-chain can be used for medical research. And I will do that next week. So I'm going to keep this uh, video and podcast under 10 minutes. Uh, I will see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody.